Hi, everyone. You're listening to Calm <laughs> Okay, hello everyone, and welcome to Calm Down Queen. I'm Vivian Forevermore. And I'm Sue Casa. And I'm Misbehave. Oh! oh. <laughs> We've never had a three-way <laughs> intro before, maybe. Calm Queens at home must be very confused. They must. Here to confuse you. Yes. <laughs> um, we are joined today by Misbehave, who is the star and creator of Misbehave's game show. And you're going to be, you're our interview later, but we've decided to have you on for the whole episode. Yeah. I know. I'm very honoured. Yeah. Very flattered on and slightly scared. You should be scared. (laughs) Terrified. Very happy, though, that it's not a visual medium because my face has not woken up yet. Well, we're going to get, we're going to describe that. Yeah. We're going to describe that sleepy, puffy thing you call the face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop. <laughs> no, I definitely have those moments where, I, like, whenever someone's like, "Do you want to Skype?" I'm like, "If I'm at home, I'm right. not. No. There's no, 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 no. You don't want to Skype with this. This is. I'm in my underwear. Something. <laughs> something I is all this by my ear. Yeah. <laughs> something is stained. Um, let's. But let's do start with what we're yes, wearing. Um, let's how about? Do it. I'll describe misbehave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Misbehave describes Sue. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Sue describes me. Okay. Or maybe, why don't you describe me first? Oh, because I'll describe you first. Fantastic. (laughs) So today, everybody, Vivi has gone with um, a very Mm ill-fitting, might I add, um, (laughs) acid-washed overall shorts number, Mm -hmm. um, which is lovely. Thank you. I wish you'd worn a bra underneath, but Mm. I I see today's that feminist look you're going for. Do you not, do you see the label? I don't see the label. It's guest jeans. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you borrowed them. Yeah, they're a knockoff. They're obviously not their guest. <laughs> borrowed them from a guest. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> so dumb. Um, paired with just complete hair legs. Yeah, complete hair. Um, and some cowboy boots. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. but I, and I do see gender in those boots, by the way. Those are, those cowboy, are cowboy boots. boots. Mm-hmm. They clearly are boy boots. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because of the Woody from Toy Story on them. Yes, Woody from Toy Story. So they look like they're made for little boys. Mm -hmm. Um, They're quite small. Also because your toes are six inches over the end of the boots Mm -hmm. that you had to cut the toes (laughs) off Mm -hmm. of. Yes. Um, So they're really more of a sandal at this point. Cowboy sandal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sandals. Yeah. Sand boots. And uh, strapped to the back of your head with, it looks like, Maybe a combination of witchcraft and dental floss. Yes. <laughs> it's just a bouquet of baby's breath. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Vivi. You're That's welcome. what Vivi looks like today. You're welcome. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Behave, on the other hand, definitely dressed up. She's wearing gold glitter high heels with a, a strap, a strap across the front. Is that considered like a Mary Jane kind of? It's Mary Jane without the T, but Okay, got it, yes. Yeah. Mary Jane, almost like a fancy character shoe but gold glitter and conveniently help the girl keep them on yes <laughs> in case those feet go anywhere those exactly. shoes are stuck yeah <laughs> and then you're wearing a, a, a it looks like it's a onesie it's a onesie jumpsuit also of gold sequin absolutely with uh, a bit of a little shoulder pad do you know there's no shoulder pad it's all mine really wow that's Thanks all yours yeah. oh, she must 
hasn't played football. Like, I'm the American. She does. American. <laughs> she plays the American. She's always had the build. Really? Okay. <laughs> and then she, um, then there's like a, a nice elastic um, like belt, like a big yes. black belt. And then a turban, also of gold sequin, with a spray of gold glittered like um, fake plant of some Pretty sort. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's, beautiful. Guess, that's a description. Yeah. And then you have a beautiful, lovely, fresh-faced... <laughs> Dew-kissed. Dew <laughs> you look like a MAC makeup ad, is I what you do. do. Yeah. That's yeah. been left out in the rain, because mm-hmm. the immaculate makeup mm-hmm. is just sort of an inch lower. An inch lower, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an expressionist painting. Exactly. Yeah. So. Just your resting face. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sue has gone for a delightful <laughs> combination. Um, I don't know if any of you recall uh, November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Oh, oh yes. Stephanie Seymour. Mm. I just love that wedding dress. Thank yeah. you. It's so beautiful. It shows off your legs mm-hmm. because I always think the 80s benefited so well from a sort of long train at the back but very, yes. very short mm-hmm. at the front. Yes. It can be a, a glamorous slut. Yeah. I'm not sure the black high heels work with the white wedding mm-hmm. dress but it's choices. Yes. Thank you. And to be honest, I think the callback to the 80s is mm-hmm. quite pleasant because the red um, stocking is mm-hmm. an interesting choice. Yeah. Thank you. Interesting. But I think you pull it off. Yes. Pull it you off say in... interesting, Vivi says poor. Yeah. Well, in terms there we of my go. choices. Yeah. That's, I mean, but. I feel like you two both have discussable issues. <laughs> we do. We, do. we discuss them after. <laughs> and I've uh, got to say, the finish mm. on, on the wig is just beautiful. Who knew grey would work mm. yeah, with that? Thank and, you. I mean, it's like a gun metal. It is, I know, it's right? It's like very... Guns with a sort of and like, roses. That, uh, exactly. Oh, oh, guns and rosebuds look. Oh, I got going. Oh. Stunning. <laughs> Just, thank you. I am ready to dive across a banquet table at any moment. I feel that yeah. when we've got the it banquet can table, it, it can happen. happen. So yeah. watch out. I think we're ready. For <laughs> if you it. hear this noise, <laughs> that's just me diving across the table. <laughs> Even the sound of that suit. Can we have some broken glass sounds, Vivi? Putting them in. Uh, <laughs> I'm diving again. Putting them in here. Tinkle. Yeah. Why put them in when we have a professional? <laughs> That's the sound of rain. Yeah. It's misbehaving. Tinkle. Yeah. I'm gonna. Um. Uh, how was your week, Sue? That's what I'm gonna. How do. was it? Yeah. It was boring. Anything happened? Um. Literally nothing happened this week. Okay. Um. Except that I had to uninstall Yahtzee from my iPhone. This is so and boring. only play it on my tablet because it started eating all my memory. <gasps> oh, this is so boring. And I play it to help my memory. Yeah. So it was, it was a hard ironic. decision. And so I don't <laughs> chat is... as much with my boyfriend in Idaho, also because he recently got engaged to a woman. But um, because I'm not on my tablet as often, we don't chat as much. So I'm feeling a little empty. Okay. Um, and that's my week. Wow. Crimes against apps. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you have a, what's any any highlights of your week that we wouldn't get to in an interview? Um, highlights of my week have God that we wouldn't get into an interview. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just trying to get my brain on. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> and now she's drawn a complete blank. That's I am. Um, a highlight of my week actually may have been a stack of buttermilk pancakes oh. with a quite an insane amount of butter and nice. syrup. Wow. Um, Do you remember where that was from so we could all... It was... Where was it? It wasn't Rocco's. No, hang on. I think it was just some dodgy diner. Yeah. Because I really like the dodgy diners. Yeah, here. yeah. Dodgy diners are important. Was it It's Tops? It wasn't It's mm. Tops. It was in the mission. Though, okay. so oh, there's on. a bunch of dodgy diners in the yeah, mission. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I like the fact that the mission is very... Um, expensive and yet not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a good combination mm-hmm. I've just read like plenty of interesting things have happened to me this week and I can't think of any of them mm-hmm. 
That's helpful. We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. I mean, our lives are fascinating so far. Yeah, we'll so have the Yahtzee well, and just, pancakes. Yes. Pancakes. Yeah. Online games and pancakes. Oh, I know, actually. <laughs> we did, um, where I'm staying at the conservatory, there was a sex party. Oh, um, okay, on, that on, is interesting. Yeah, on Saturday. Ah, so This um, past Saturday? <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. So I actually had to... Um, where I'm sleeping, there isn't really like a door or a wall. Mm-hmm. So it was quite interesting going to sleep. I think that was quite an interesting. What kind of, can you week. describe, uh, not too specifically, but specific enough, what type just, of sex party it was? Oh, it was, um, it was a gay sex party. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just see if I can do the noise. Oh, great. <laughs> it's pretty Did nice. you hear a lot of that? <laughs> a lot of that. Some really? Shufflings. It was really nice that they varied the soundtrack from kind of quite hard-edged techno to disco. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, and that was the sound of you eating pancakes? Is that what that was? <laughs> Something like Okay. <laughs> I think pancakes may have been involved. By this point, I had no part well, Did you have plenty of batter going around, is all I know. Did you walk through the sex I party? I through it, yeah. Who's nice. fucking fascinating. Who threw the sex party? Um, Grace Towers. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, was at your place? Yeah. And oh. I believe she throws um, brilliant epic ones, if that one was anything yeah. to go I mean, I felt quite voyeuristic. That's so fun. Yeah. It oh was definitely god. interesting. Yeah, too, yeah. Oh know. my god, I just realized I'd been to that apartment before that. <laughs> <laughs> I went there and I chatted. I only chatted. I was chatting. Mm-hmm. Sure. As far as I remember. Well, on the front guy. side of your body, you were yeah. only chatting. I was chatting in the front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> party in the front, party in the rear. <laughs> <laughs> and how was your week, Vivi? Mine was good. The, I, Did anything exciting as pancakes happen to you? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but there is... So, you... I don't think you've been to my house misbehave, but Sue has. And I live in a very vibrant street corner. Like, there's a lot of um, life on the street where I live. And s- about three days ago, somebody... I don't know who, but someone decided that it would be a great place to put a whole living room set, like to just like leave on the street. So there's two non-matching. No, no. Was it matching? It was. Like the Price is Right, like one of those Price is Right windows. (laughs) Yeah, it was exactly. You're outside the modeling. Exactly. It was like a huge, (laughs) two really big, like four-person red vinyl couches, Mm -hmm. and then a red vinyl recliner placed outside in my apartment. So this past weekend was just like, it was like a living room party Mm -hmm. on the street. I saw the couch. Yeah. Someone, it's funny because uh, when I woke up, there were two couches. And then when you came and got me, there was one couch. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) the homeless and street life outside my house is very like, we're like ground zero for it. Mm -hmm. And it, but like the couches has been a nice addition. I think it makes it a little more stylish, a little more intentional. Yeah, absolutely. It's really so that's the most exciting thing that's happened. <laughs> the fact that that's the most exciting thing that's happened really speaks about my life. It does. I mean, the yeah. most exciting thing is I saw Misbehaves Game Show, but we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that, so I didn't want to get into it yet, because that was thrilling. So that's our weeks. Want to do our next section? I don't know. Do I? Do you want to sing it? I do. Sue, let the dogs out. Oh, 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 oh. Calm Down Queen is supported by Why We Listen. Why We Listen is a podcast that features conversations about music. In each episode, host Mark Kate asks his guests to choose three songs to play, listen to, and discuss. Past guests include Justin Vivian Bond, Hecklina, Holly Herndon, Peaches Christ, and Michelle T. You can hear Why We Listen on iTunes, Stitcher, and at whywelisten.org. This week's scruff update is very simple. <laughs> <laughs> I done fucked a clown. Ah!
That's it. That's it? That's it. <laughs> I went to the set on Friday for Vivi's show. She sang in Sending the Clowns. A bunch of clowns came out. And you fucked one of them. And then I fucked one of them. Okay. Yeah. So I saw that number. Mm. Now I'm just dying to know which clown. I know. Mm. There were ten clowns. It was mm. a clown that actually wasn't part of the number. He didn't some... make it on stage. <laughs> oh, okay. But they had somehow heard about it and dressed appropriately. So just a cl- an audience clown. An audience clown. A clown, clown audience yeah. number. Not a rodeo clown, but an audience, audience clown. clown. Great. I don't think it was their first radio. And it was not their first radio. <laughs> but their I first got fucked off. Sorry that oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucked a clown. That's my scruff yeah. update for the week. I want to keep it brief. Great. That's yeah. a good update. That's Thank a good you. One. I feel yeah. good about Thank it. Thank you. Last week I, I came in someone's pocket in a coat room. It's just yeah. Yeah. It's this, quite hard it's, unless it's a baggy yeah. pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, in mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sue's case, it could be one of those coin pockets. I always carry a funnel system with me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have been, it could have, trust, it could have been yeah. a very small pocket for Sue <laughs> to get inside of. She's gifted in that way. This is the sound of me punching Vivi. Uh, <laughs> I'll add in that sound. Thank you. Um, no so, need. Right, exactly. We have <laughs> professionals. So my, what's my section now? Are we going to do your section? Yeah. What are you reading, Vivi? Thank you for reading. I never know the song. <laughs> it's so awful every time. So I haven't read anything. <laughs> Fantastic. Great, done. Moving on. We have really had a week. Yeah, right? It's been, you know... <laughs> Yahtzee and clown fucking. That's all I did. I just watched, yeah, I watched people with better furniture than me live it up on my street. <laughs> and you and not pancakes. read. You ate pancakes and saw a sex party. Yeah. I'm losing in the week game. That's pretty true. Well, sex party, I don't feel I was particularly welcome at. So okay. That's always oh, fine. That's but I'm, you know, very used to being the spare wheel. Just so oh, many wheels. So many, so many wheels. <laughs> to be Speaking of sex parties not invited to, I have a friend. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We can already tell you're lying. I have a friend. <laughs> Called Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Vivi? <laughs> I always get confused. It was Shivy. <laughs> I have a friend. Let's call her um, Sandra Bernhardt. Okay. I always give names. So Sandra Bernhardt was at a party, like a big party that was like a hotel party that was happening in the Bay Area. And uh, Sandra was um, trying to organize a sex party the whole time and it wasn't really coming together. And then she was in a room with a bunch of her friends and it was clear that a sex party was about to happen. <laughs> I hope Sandra doesn't mind. And someone sat down next to her, a friend of hers, and said... Sandra, all of the conditions of the sex party have already been determined, and um, you're going to have to leave. And she had to leave the sex party. She was asked to leave the sex party. That's me, sorry. That's your reminder to leave the sex party. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, I gotta go. <laughs> so she was asked to leave a sex party. Oh my god. But she then came out of the room and was like, oh my god, the funniest thing just happened. You know, like, so that was... I got over it pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the fifth time it got me. <laughs> First time, novel and yeah. funny. <laughs> now I have a complex. I feel like that's good to like leave a sex party. I'm constantly kicked out of them. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Inappropriate behavior. <laughs> nope, just for walking in the door. <laughs> People just go, nope, nope, nope. Have you ever been in, like, kicked out of a sex party of two? <laughs> um, I have left sex parties of two. Have you? Yeah. What, for what? They were done? They were, mm, they should have been, yeah. No, you were for just, one like, of I you. Just had, yeah, for one of us. For like, one of us, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> you keep going. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not needed. This has been great. There's a heterosex party in the UK called Kissing Kittens or something like that, and they vet the people that come. So you have to, it's like a 
kind of almost corporate thing okay. um, for rich people. And you have to send in your photo and your partner's photo. Um, and then if they think you're hot enough, you can go. Have you been? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ne- neither wanting to nor oh, okay. trying to, yes, in fairness. Yes. But, yeah, no. After 37 submissions, you called it a day. I thought, well, <laughs> I don't think they're getting them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My email must be wonky. I don't know. <laughs> Their server is down. <laughs> <laughs> down. You sent out one penis enlargement email. Everything goes to shit. <laughs> oh, that's you. Oh, God. I'm so popular. I'm getting emails to me forever. <laughs> Um, let's move into our next section, let's shall we? Do it. Okay. Do you want to? S- is there a song? There's. There's no. There's no song. Usually we go pee. Okay. So the song is tinkle. Okay, I'm gonna we play a bunch of ping sounds and then we'll play November back. rain. I'll play November rain. Yes. Excellent. Done. This is such a long song. <laughs> oh, yes, like please play the minutes. extended version. <laughs> Don't worry, I have the gay dance house remix that's 17 minutes long. <laughs> Ruins everything. It's by the weather girl. <laughs> and we're back! Hey everyone! Hey. Uh, that pee was good. Ooh, it took a long so time. Long. I'm glad we did that together. That yeah. felt like yeah. a really good bonding experience. I feel yeah. super bonded. Yeah. It's my skills at yeah. squatting. You're very good. Thank really you. good at crossfire, by the way. <laughs> I'm doing good. Proud. <laughs> you sunk my battleship. <laughs> we are it's here. a battleship. It's a home. <laughs> um. I know. And that, that shit was non-consensual. Just so you know. I thought we were all just peeing. You thought we were all just shitting. No, I thought we were all just peeing. Oh, and then yeah. I shit. And then yeah. you just mm-hmm. battle shit us. I mean, anyway. sometimes it's just all of those sensations are connected. You know, you're peeing. Yeah. I can't tell peeing, coming, farting, burping, or shitting. So you should explore your body some more. Mm-hmm. I think I've explored my body <laughs> too much. And so my wiring is just free and easy. Yeah. <laughs> my body's like out, 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 and something just comes. One exit. We don't care which. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just go, go, go. Too much, too soon. That's how it is. Uh, is that why you shit out your mouth? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I call that talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought I was just so do I. singing about. <laughs> um, let us get into the interview. Hello, yeah. Misbehave. You've been here already for a bit, but hello. hello, welcome. Hello, thank you. It's so nice to have you here. It's lovely to be here. Um, we have to do Inspiring Minds oh, Wanna Know. Yeah, Inspiring Minds <gasps> section helps us with Get Into It. With, okay. We yeah. ask you a series of um, potential opposites or like, mm-hmm. a, like t- a, two things, and you pick one. Okay. And there's ten of them. Let me open my minds and my... We ask you one at a time. Here's Here we go. Do you want to do the first one? Sure. Uber, Lyft. I think Lyft because I don't do Uber. Mm. Trump or Hillary? Hillary. <laughs> That's not even a question. <laughs> Trump. Australia, America. America. Mm. <laughs> Sex Pistols, Spice Girls. Sex Pistols. Yes. Johnny Lydon. Mm-hmm. Fish, chips. Chips. <laughs> Monty Python, Mr. Bean. Monty Python, hate Mr. Bean. Oh, really? Hate Mr. Oh, Bean. Oh, we're going to get into Here that. Here we are. <laughs> tossed salad, tossed biscuits. Tossed salad. Mm. <laughs> Tea, coffee. Coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carpet, drapes. <laughs> they don't match, but always the carpet. Uh, <laughs> nice. Sue or Vivi? <gasps> Oh, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
waiting for a vivid. <laughs> I like to always throw that one at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's actually not a handle. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't see. Vivi has taken the sleeve on her coffee cup, the cardboard one, mm-hmm. and bent part of it to make a handle. Yes. It's probably about two millimeters big. I'm going to sell this in the mission for $15. It's, yeah. It's yeah. a repurposed... Yeah. Uh, it works if your cup is empty. Heat sleeve. It's a repurposed heat sleeve. You can make your millions. Oh I know, God. right? Speaking almost, of millions. Speaking yeah. of millions. Whoa, wait. It's also... It's also a bracelet. It's also a bangle. You know, when I go see my psychiatrist after this, mm-hmm. he's going to be like, this is, we have got to stop. Yeah. Something has got to change. Yeah. That, those meds. I am literally seeing my psychiatrist after this. So, Excellent. Yeah. Good story. Well done. I'm a storyteller. I went to school for it. Mm-hmm. Misbehave, you too are a storyteller. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. You're here with your game show. I am. Do you want to tell our listeners, pretend like we're dumb and our listeners are too. Okay. I know that's um, a stretch, but I've we're really, really dumb. Try it on. Arrange phase. Um, <laughs> I have a game show where I divide people based on their telephone. So I have the iPhones on one side and everybody else, Androids, Nokia, Samsung on the other side. And then we play games uh, that are ranged from clever to stupid, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tech to really not tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and people lose their shit. Mm-hmm. And really do, and I've never had anything made anything where people lose their shit as much as that. All right. Um, so it sort of descends into a fun riot mm-hmm. of competitiveness for arbitrary points. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very glamorous assistant, Miss Harry Clayton Wright, mm-hmm. um, and I suppose so. I'm a fabulous game show host who is completely evil, and then I have a cute little glamorous assistant who. Mm. <laughs> takes a little bit of the evil away from me and can dance like Beyonce. Mm-hmm. It's a right. lot of fun, and I'm probably not describing it particularly well. <laughs> Sounds <podcast>. great. <laughs> um, uh, I saw it. You have. And may I offer my experience, which mm-hmm. is the crowd... It's crazy how fast the crowd gets competitive. Yeah. Because it's just, you go... I mean, the crowd, I think, self-selects and that, like, they're going to this weird thing they've heard about. Yeah. But, like, immediately you're like, you are competing against you for points, and... There's rules, right? What are the Mm -hmm. rules? The rules are think for yourself, don't ask, don't get, use your initiative, nothing means anything, life's not fair, and I don't make the rules. Yes. (laughs) Which helps. Yeah, but then like it's so arbitrary, but then you're also an enforcer of these things that are so arbitrary in a way where like, uh, to describe to the listeners and to the viewers, is that like uh, you could ask for points, you could just be like, can I have two points? Yeah. And you will decide. And it's interesting because it's kind of, I find it's like two mobs, so almost the closest I've seen it would be a local derby, so you know, two football teams or something Mm -hmm. that are really competitive against each other, playing each other on their home turf. Yeah. And, um... And you slowly get sort of the unravelling of society in a way, I I find, because you get the sort of objector, you know, the person that always objects to stuff, the exhibitionist who always wants to be centre of attention, the person who just hates everybody and isn't going to do anything, and Mm. they can just be on their phone. Um, and it does spiral down quite quickly and the people that realise that actually none of this means anything mm. and this is just silly mm. are usually the ones that will drive the game yeah right because it's it's fun for the sake yeah. of fun mm. yeah which is what you kind of introduce into it and also I mean nothing does mean anything we're all fucked yeah <laughs> It's over, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the party's over, we're all gonna die. Do you think so, really? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more, I wanna hear um, more about that. I kind of think that we are going to hell in a handbag, yeah. and I think we've sort of, we're down the other, we're 
we're heading down the slope now, mm-hmm. um, and the only real way anything can essentially change will be massive death and destruction, and then that sort of phoenix from the ashes of the few people that are mm-hmm. left. And personally, I don't want to be around when that happens. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so I'm sort of just I'm having a dance on the um, last landfill, mm-hmm. I think, because it's just it's ridiculous now. There's too many of us. We're all running it badly. Corporate. We're sort of walking into the dystopia mm-hmm. that we've set up in movies years ago, yeah. mm-hmm. and that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I know, let's walk blindfoldedly into something we didn't like the look of in a movie in mm-hmm. the 80s. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah, I just don't see any way back. Mm-hmm. So you're just dancing into it, yeah. eyes wide open. Fuck yeah. It. Just fuck it. Just fuck it. Yeah. I think it used to scare the shit out of me when I was mm-hmm. younger, and now it's like, ah, fuck, it's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, so I read an article about uh, one of the guys that does Pirate Bay, um, that streaming uh, site. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about it, and he's way more factually informed as opposed to just opinionated uh-huh. like I am and he was just like I hope Trump gets in because that way at least everything can collapse quicker and then maybe we can sort this out by the time I'm 55 you're like that's your positive outlook yeah. ding ding mm-hmm. I mean so I sort of just don't I think it's unavoidable I think you can't have fresh food on the volume we have it I mean, you can't have a fucking computer that costs five cents or whatever mm-hmm. there's a point where it all falls down Yeah, and I think it's going to be round about while we're all still here. So you think we will see it? I think we'll see a shift. Well, I think we'll see a massive change from mm-hmm. what's now. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if we'll we're see already the actual... seeing it, right? Yeah. But um, how, like, does that inform how you make art? Yeah, I, I mean, for a long time it didn't because I was with a, a variety show for him. So, like, in my other life, I'm a sword swallower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to dress up in red rubber and I sort of like, like a slightly butcher. <laughs> Betty Boop mm-hmm. <laughs> with a voice like Marlena yeah. <laughs> after she smoked several cigarettes yeah. uh, and um, that was very much uh, you know jazz hands for the audience so mm. I was still quite um, acerbic because I am and mm. quite uh, like bitter vile mm-hmm. delightfully so yes. yeah. um, but this is the first time I've actually used my voice mm-hmm. I think and so now yes it does inform my work mm-hmm. and so- I just think the fact that the fact that everything's fucked doesn't have to be a serious and deep thing. It can just be a fact. Mm-hmm. And then how you choose to deal with that is mm-hmm. up to you. So fuck it. Mine is like, hey, party then. Because mm-hmm. actually landfill's quite soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's treat it like a pillow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Go and skip diving. Was that like the genesis of the game show? Or is that, did that ethos like come into it as you developed it? Um, no, that was the genesis of it, because I basically, I'd been really super, I'd so been doing this variety show for years, and making my own variety shows, and working really, really hard, partying really hard, mm-hmm. and I then got really ill, uh, and then uh, rec- took me a couple of years to recover, and recovered, and then managed to get this big gig in Vegas, you know, like dream gig, dream writer, dream director, hosting uh, a late night show, wow. and so I dumped all my old work that I hadn't been able to get, because I was ill. Uh, and then the gig fell through. Uh, <laughs> really? I'm like, I've got nothing. Uh, and I'd been off the scene for a couple of years because I'd been ill, so I was like, it's all over. And I went to a um, festival I know well in Australia and decided to put together a 15-minute sideshow. And I started off with it. For one day, it was a motivational speaking show for punks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did uh, four of them, and I went, that's not working (laughs) for me at all. Mm -hmm. And so I brainstormed with a mate of mine because it was my birthday. I was like, "Um, I need an idea. And we brainstormed. He was like, game show. And that sort of just fit and sat. And I tried it the next day and I was like, oh, God, I need to divide them somehow. 
Um, oh, phones. And then I've always wanted to use phones in shows because it gets me angry that people don't. Because mm. the thing is, you know, in cabaret, comedy, mm. like anywhere where there's a non-fourth wall, where the performer can see the audience, I don't understand why there is a problem. Right. Because like, we, you know, ten years ago, fine, that's new, but now it's so normal to us. Just incorporate it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are you doing on stage that's so special that it's not okay for people to be how they are in every day? Because right. people are like that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, and still, you know, people say, turn your phones off, put mm-hmm. them away. You're like, Why? As soon as you walk off stage, you're going to look at yours. Yeah. So it was that was also key. That's interesting. I like yeah. that. It's uh, having been in the audience. It's interesting because you do encourage the use of phones for like tweeting first mm. or whatever. And then I was texting. Harry has the phone for part of it, mm. so I was texting him like just ridiculous photos. And then I definitely had that like really extreme experience because of the so much energy around me where I was like, oh my god, I'm on my f- like I, I did not hear what you just said mm-hmm. and it's fast paced and I missed the joke mm. but I'm also actually participating by using my phone exactly so it's like th- suddenly I feel actually like I can make the decision as yeah. opposed to like hiding my phone use mm-hmm. or like just yeah. checking and pretending I'm not it was like no I'm actually participating on my phone or I'm di- like yeah so it's interesting like you, you you created a good problem right well and I also think there are people who I mean I hate audience participation I don't like having to do things um, you know, I, I, as an audience member, as an audience member, there are people who do it really well. Mm-hmm. P- bring people up on stage and treat them really well, and that's great. My idea of, and then there are people who do it really badly. Mm-hmm. My idea of hell is being that person, whether you do it well or badly. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I don't want to be that person that's brought mm-hmm. up on stage. So I didn't want to put together anything where people have to do anything. So if you just want to sit on your phone and text and tweet all the way through the show, you're as being participatory as someone mm-hmm. who jumps up on stage and strips off naked. Mm-hmm. I think. And I think you can kind of develop... What I'd like to do is develop it further where there's sort of more of those levels. Mm-hmm. And it has to stay low-tech, so mm-hmm. no screens. Because yeah. that's not how we use phones. We right. don't text someone and then see mm-hmm. them on a screen. We right. text someone and it goes to someone else. Yeah. So I think there's like whole Snapchat levels and stuff you can... I'm still just trying to understand what the fuck that is. Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. Yeah. It moves so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what now? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, just, I've just signed up to Snapchat, but I think there's something there would be a level if I could have... Like someone much, much older, mm-hmm. like visibly older than me, that old. <laughs> like, no, sweetheart, look at this face. We're counting my likes and my abacus, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but if they were just there to be on the phone, I think that you could then actually really start having quite a split audience. Right. And then there's also the fact that people can multitask now. So every now, like, you know, I can be on the phone and I can hear things, I can be on the phone and I can miss things. Right. But you still can sort of do that mm-hmm. split level. Yeah. Depending. Yeah. But how has it evolved? Like, what is, is there anything that, like, you were, had, was in the show that you've cut out or? Uh, there's loads of games I take in and out. Mm-hmm. So one of the games I really like, that I haven't been playing here for a while because it's quite cruel, is um, Dawkins or Hawkins. Do you know, um, so Richard Dawkins? No. The, okay, he's, a, he's one of the big atheist guys. Okay. He's the one who preaches atheism, which really drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And I hate him. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen Hawkins is the guy that knows everything in the wheelchair and sounds like a robot. Right. right. So you get the two sides to vote Dawkins or Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And if anyone votes Dawkins, they just lose all their points. Really? Because I hate him. Why do you hate him? Because um, he's a really patronising twat who... Um, preaches the fact that science is correct. Oh, which for okay. me is just like, wow, you sound deeply like religious people mm, that yeah. used to really annoy me. And he just annoys me. Right. 
That's, I like that idea. Terrible example of a game, isn't it, darling? Though <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not on my phone because of that. I, oh, no, it's fine. No, no, I'm but so up. games come and go, mm-hmm. is what I'd say. Mm-hmm. And so you, I kind of end up evolving it as I go along, and then sometimes I have really long shows. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I imagine so much of it has got to be improv with what yeah. the, the well, crowd does, it. right? Exactly. They're in charge, so... Have yeah. you ever felt, like, out of control mm. of the audience? Because it's you really, like, watching you, do manage... Yeah. Because there are, like you said, the exhibitionist, or there's... Yeah. I've seen it twice, and each time there's someone who comes up who, like, wants to just talk to you from the edge of the stage, Completely. who's, like, not interesting. And... Well, because of, like, so when I'm comparing, like, hosting... Um, I feel like I have more of a responsibility to the audience for the brief, if you know mm. what I mean. So then you have to be nice. But what I, the reason I think I can keep control in this is because I just say what I say what I think, which generally tends to be what the room is thinking. Mm. So if a woman, cut, you know, if someone wants to come to the front of stage and it be all about them, if I just go, babe, this is all about you and you're really annoying the shit out of all of us, mm. then she kind of feels the she. It's not always a she. <laughs> Generally, <laughs> but then they kind of uh, feel mm. the so I guess almost society just going fuck off, love and sit down. Right. Um, and the I'd say I've watched a video of a show we did where I was I got really drunk, mm. like really we got lots of bribes and I got really drunk and I saw this point happen where I was like, oh wow, I just really nearly lost control of six hundred people. Wow, and that's wow. when you know people doing crazy things and actually and. Um, I managed to pull it back with an obscure, an obscure theme tune to an Australian soap opera set in a women's prison mm-hmm. called Prisoner Cell Block H. Okay. And I brought it all down. They all, oh, they I, all knew it, right? They all knew it, and it's also very calming. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds it. It's yeah. so, but so when I just, I literally saw that moment on video, and I just went, "You nearly lost them," mm-hmm. and that was probably just primal instincts, which is to why you didn't. Wow. Um, and training, I guess. Yeah. Like, the sort of muscle memory training. Mm. What's the biggest crowd you've done it for? Um, probably six or seven hundred. There's a that's insane. Yeah, because you're directly addressing the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, there is a whole swathe of uh, wooden mirrored tents um, currently bouncing around Australia and New Zealand and the UK. Wooden mirrored tents. I call them that. Oh. They're Spiegel tents. Oh, okay. You know, so they are literally, and um, they're sort of based there. Uh, the 20s Germany and Holland and Belgium came up with them beautiful designs mm-hmm. where they you can put them all up by hand mm-hmm. and they're circular mm-hmm. with, with glass uh, okay. with mirrors all over them standing okay. like Marlene, Marlene Dietrich and all that sort of okay. stuff. And now because they're so popular, there is just so many copies uh-huh. where it's it's actually soulless, but you get a load of fucking Weimar cabaret performers who don't really understand that anything happened. Before the Second World War, it's going, oh, the history, darling. They're yeah. like, fuck off, it was made in Ikea last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where Sven farted, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas some of them are truly amazing. They're yeah. sort of 350 capacity ones. That and you perform in those. Yeah, used to a lot. And then, but so now they have these kind of modern ones and mm. those are sort of 600 plus. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's pretty fun. And it's, it's especially because it's such a lo-fi show. Yeah, it um, is. To put something lo-fi in something that's supposed to be mm. posh. Love. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, oh, such a beautiful bit of wood. I'm just gonna stick some cardboard <laughs> and gaffer on that. Exactly. <laughs> um, I wanted we, we 
Uh, I have things that you you said you were obsessed with too. Did you have a question? I just want to talk about the sword swallow. Oh yeah. I, mean, yeah. I want to. I know how I got into it, but I think we're using <laughs> we different language here. <laughs> so I used to fly at, um, give out flyers for clubs in the West End when I was like thirteen. I discovered Central London and went, oh, I see. Um, and uh, I was very good friends with all of the bouncers. Do you call them bouncers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of the bouncers in the West End uh, of all the clubs I worked in, and most of them were Jamaican. <laughs> and boy, did I have fun learning! I don't have a gag reflex, <laughs> so that was kind of. And I mean, you know, I've always been pretty oral, so that was, you know, like stuck my thumbs, yeah. cigarettes, all of that. So that kind of laid the groundwork. Okay. Feel. And then I read a book about a sword swallower, and I thought, wow, I just want to know how to do that. Mm. And so I um, taught myself, which probably not. I mean. I think most sword swallowers teach themselves because it's internal, so how the fuck are you going to mm, know? Yeah. But most sword swallowers probably have some awareness sure. or interest in anatomy. And there and probably was did. no YouTube videos back then for there you to wasn't. study, right? I know. Like self-teach back that then way. in, like, what, 1919? Yeah. 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 I think it was actually 1904. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to make you younger. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how long did it take you to get to the point where you could perform sword swallowing? Well, this is the thing. So I didn't have any interest in being a performer. So I, I kind of don't know why I did it. I think mm-hmm. it's just because I wanted to be able to do it. And um, so most sword swallowers will tell you it takes like three to five years. Uh, six months. Really? You know, and it was basically me um, with, a, with a joint and five minutes a day just kind of <laughs> <laughs> sticking a, a ruler. I'd sort of modified down my throat and just going, it's going oh. further. Oh, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, what, why on earth do I use a ruler? Those can snap. Mm. You know, oh, like, right. genuinely no, no aware or anything. And then I, and then, and also you shouldn't push. Great. <laughs> Because, you know, the body is a sort of sensitive tool, mm-hmm. despite being wonderful. Um, but I did both of those things. Mm-hmm. And um, and it kind of just... The body just goes, no. So there's sort of two points. Mm-hmm. There's the gag reflex, and mm-hmm. then below that, there's the um, top sphincter. Okay. Um, and mm-hmm. the body is designed to just go, no, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that's not food. Mm-hmm. Forget it. And it just will not open until you, I guess, have done it enough. And then it goes... Okay, you must know what you're doing. Right. You, or you wow. must be doing this intentionally. And, mm. and then after that, it was pretty quick for me okay. to learn. And then it's posture. I mean, the, the, if, if anything, because the, it goes down the esophagus. So it goes down where your food goes mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. And you need, your, you, know, you need the hole you're putting it in to be sure. completely direct, straight. And that's mm. when it can get dangerous. And are okay. the swords actual swords? Like, what's the deal? They are actual swords, but they... Um, when did I get the one I use now was I bought that on the Rambles in Barcelona like a tourist court sword Um, but the swords because I actually had one accident um, and it's one because I modelled the swords on Mm. the ruler I'd been working with Mm. and that was way wider than it needs to be wow so I was doing a sounds so bizarre I was doing a um, opera Mm-hmm. Um, at sort of quite an esteemed uh, venue in London and they had a circus scene in it so they wanted to sword swallow and opera singers FYI are the people that find sword swallowing the freakiest because that's their instrument right. like no yeah. and that's where I had the accident poor uh, bastards you know, was so, the accident so well I finished the gig same as always went to the pub same as always Sue is so uncomfortable <laughs> I love it wouldn't even so then dra- drank a glass of red wine same as always went home felt mm. so tired I thought it was going down with the flu so tired, just mm. never felt that tired. Woke up the m- next morning and I was like porcelain white, and I just went, This doesn't feel like 
Oh. I'm going to just go to the hospital and check that out. And I'd had uh, massive internal bleeding <sighs> in the night. And no. had I not been young um, and sort of bouncy, it had stopped bleeding by itself. But if it hadn't, I would have been out. Oh, wow. Oh Crazy, yeah. right? That is insane. Yeah. Only accident. That's me knocking the road. That's great. I mean, okay. That was my penis. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what things are happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. That and I mean, insane. fortunately, what happens, I came to my senses, I understood how dangerous mm. it was, and I never did it again. Okay. Not! <laughs> yeah. You know. Because you were a champion, right? Is that yeah, what you said? Like, well, or held they, a, some sort of record. Yeah, the Guinness stuff. Guinness okay. World. So for a while... Just I, some sort of record. Just Guinness Book. <laughs> but, like, so for a while, I was the go-to girl of, you know, the don't try this at home section. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Guinness... Uh, thing they called me up and said, "Do you want to set the world record for most swords held mm-hmm. by a woman?" I said, "Well, that was set by Edith Clifford in the eighteen hundreds. She was marvelous. She could do eighteen. No, they said, oh, we've got rid of some of the records." I'm like, oh, "Okay, so this doesn't count for shit. Sure, I'll do five. Why did they get rid of her record? Because they wanted to make a TV show. Uh, you know, what I mean, it's just all of that. So I went, mm-hmm. okay, this is just great PR, mm-hmm. no problem. I'll take the gig, but I will not give it any particular care. And so I did five then six, then seven. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this gig's going to go for years. (laughs) And um, only on a TV show um, Mm -hmm. for decent money. And I completely hammed it up. um, And yeah, it was quite fun. And then this silly bitch in New York (laughs) at a convention centre with bad lighting and no cameras anywhere near it did 13. And you're like, oh, Uh, babe, we could have chatted. You'd have done eight. I could have done nine. Like... (laughs) <laughs> it's been a great fucking gig for us. Now you've just oh, so just what I wanted. each other for I years, know. right? Yeah. Really uh. solid way of making you rent. Yeah, I mean slash a, a record. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But so what now? I think what I would like to do is I mean I just need to find a decent props maker, but I'd like to get uh, eighteen swords made and break Edith Clifford's world record. Oh, okay. Wow. But because I'm not actually that interested in sword swallowing, if you still, you know, yeah. I mean. I've got friends who hold the world record for most swords swallowed underwater okay. with, with sharks. You know, I'm just not that girl. Huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, mm. at a point, you're just going, I've got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just crack on, babe. This has been great, but yeah, yeah. what's the company I keep now? How did, how did you become a chatter? Um... A talker. Yeah, I was. So I used to do club, uh, so fetish clubs and gay clubs and uh, not, you know, just general clubs mm-hmm. as a um, performer, swallowing or eating fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think I had to host an outdoor festival, like just at one of the stages. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your five minute club set's not going to last that. So mm-hmm. I just started talking. I think my training for it really came from flyering. Oh, okay. Probably. Wow. Like that's where. The natural ease at just crowd work. Wow. Basically. You don't have theatre training? or this, this, no. no. No, I did do a vocational theatrical course. Right. Years later. When was that? Like, I'd been performing about ten years. And that was interesting. Cause I was, and it was actually just up the road from here. It okay. was their latte. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, in a way, what that did was inform... It gave me the vocabulary for what I'd been doing, I think. Right. Weirdly. So you could, yeah, like you know, you're like, oh, okay, actually, I've been doing this for years, mm-hmm. and actually, what this is is this. Right. 
This is how people recognize You're just framing this. Sue. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've been I've just been doing, doing this Sue for years. years. <laughs> There's that word again. <laughs> um, my sphincter is also well trained. <laughs> I did have to keep forcing it to my body. Finally, I said, you obviously know what you're doing. And wow. finally, yeah, it and just finally, gave. It just gave. I mean, I like talking. If I could... To, I, that my favorite thing to do would be just to be able to be a chatter with nothing. Yeah, mm. we've talked about. Yeah, that. yeah. But I can't. It's too scary. So it's, I'm chatter with something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a. It's. I mean, Sue's also an MC. Mm. I would say a good one as well. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Vivi. I mean, I enjoy. It's it. like I, a real compliment. Yeah. It's <laughs> a race that bit. Just got yeah, awkward. <laughs> I. You sent us an email about. I asked you some things yes. that you were interested in, and your list was surprising. We have Kanye West car crash. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. So Miley much. Cyrus and okay. hating Taylor Swift. Taylor. I feel like those are all in the same world. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just so Kanye West. There's a festival in, in um, the UK called Glastonbury, mm-hmm. and it's like a big deal. So you know, five hundred thousand people there. Uh, Dolly Parton will play. But it's traditionally a rock festival, but in recent years they've put in headliners who are against the grain. So they'll have like Jay Z, Dolly Parton. And last year they had Kanye West. And I actually used to hate Kanye, and then for some reason someone played me a track. I'm like, I really like Kanye now. Mm-hmm. And so I actually, despite the odds, really like his music. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was being clever by being such an idiot, if really? you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. no one can be this much of a tool mm-hmm. without this being considered. Mm-hmm. And then he came to Glastonbury and did a really boring set. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't think about it. It was just crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just sort of went, okay, I... And now he's sort of, again, continual car crash, like the new album, mm-hmm. car crash. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of... But the designing with the clothes, mm-hmm. car crash. And I was going, you're not doing this intentionally. Mm-hmm. No. I thought you were, in which case it's genius marketing. Mm-hmm. You are... You, in fairness, that's fair enough that you are what you are. Now what's going on? Is it just that we're all retarded or can't be bothered to say anything loud enough? Are you just genuinely a, what the fuck is that? And mm. I just want the zenith of the car crash to happen. Mm. Oh, okay. Do you like, think he'll, fl- he'll like, make, like, flame out, or what's your prediction for Kanye? Like, whoa, Kanye! <laughs> different that flame. Kind of, oh, different flame. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Possible flame. Like. He went birdcage, <laughs> and I was thinking, like, James Dean. I was thinking more Hollywood from Mannequin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know, Amber Rose may have a say in how fucking flaming he gets. Oh, uh, right. Expl- we explain her. that because I know a little bit, but I don't know for So soon. Amber Rose is his ex. Not that I know all the gossip, but Amber Rose <laughs> is his ex, and um, he keeps calling her out, and she she um, tweeted, oh, Kanye, you upset because you can't get anyone to play with your arsehole like I used to. And that just put the cat amongst pigeons, apparently. I fucking wow. love her. Oh, She's my just God. like, Great. don't use me as mm. a muse. <laughs> And then she's the bald one with the um, oh, she's like blonde, yeah. just blonde dusting. Yeah, and she wore that fabulous um, chainmail bikini, yeah. which left very little to the imagination. And she's dating somebody famous now too, isn't she? Yeah, There's he's got one of those rapper names. Okay, I don't know which mm. one. Um, tell I us think about it's Barry Manilow. Oh, he's oh, really that's good on who it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a good rapper. Mm-hmm. Excellent rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tell us about Madonna. Oh. I love her, and I... I mean, she's British, so you have to. <laughs> oh my God, her British face was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> she kept doing that tweed and that faux British uh, accent. Yeah, it's like, it was like, babes, yeah, drop it. It was so you know, intense. Really intense. And then, the, what was it, uh, Blown Away? What was that movie? The, I, one of the islands? Yeah. Did Guy Ritchie swept direct away. it? Swept, swept away. away. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Yeah. My favourite Madonna movie was... Um, Who's that girl? That was good. Oh, yeah. And Desperately Seeking. Desperately Well, that's much longer. Yeah. If you actually watch Desperately Seeking season without the edits, you're like, 
This is a two-hour movie. Is it really? There's loads of Patricia mm. Arquette in this. <laughs> I need a costume change. <laughs> Give me the armpits right, again. Right, right. Oh, but so, so I just I, there was a point with Madonna where I think it was when Hung Up came out, and I was like, "Bitch, just tell us you're old. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it, you'll you'll be the first one to do it. We will mm. love you. So right. Just do it." And she didn't. And then it was like, "Oh, now you're just sad." And mm. then who's doing your work now? Because right. mm. that was fuck. Yeah. But, you know. Why didn't you go to a good surgeon? Mm-hmm. Why do like, famous people like mm-hmm. what excuse have you got to right. go to a bad surgeon? Yeah, yeah. it's not okay. Nothing, 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 and you look awful. Mm-hmm. And, and she, I mean, so I think, but I think she's kind of redeemed herself somehow. She, she's well. With the what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a big supporter. No, touring no. and working really hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, she hasn't actually. I mean, the album. Yeah, I suppose. So I'm a big fan of Madonna. I'm a big fan of the um, that sort of whole just going to New York in the seventies type, like that whole yeah. epic bit right yeah. through to I guess Vogue, and then I just don't want her to be this sort of puffy faced car crash. I wish she would go into like Cher land, mm-hmm. where Cher's just like she's old and she's over the top plastic. Like she's and she's also she, hilarious on Twitter. But she's very funny on Twitter. But she just says what her and Bette Midler mm-hmm. actually just they kind of just. Um, I'm I'm a grand dame. I can say what I want, and I do. Yes. Whereas Madonna is still working the angle. Yeah. Like, Babe, just step no, off. Yeah, just be no a legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Be yeah. a legend. Stop mm-hmm. trying to be like. Don't try to be a sex symbol in the yeah. same way that youngsters are. Mm-hmm. Like Cher to me is a sex symbol too. Completely. Where like you are an old lady. Yeah. And you have been snatched and pulled in all the ways, and you have uh, two falls in. Mm-hmm. And we know it. Yeah. And we're we're we are and living so the fantasy sexy. with you. We yeah. are all there. And she works hard. She Cher works hard. dances a lot, like in yeah. her shows. So Does I she? saw her in concert two summers ago, and it's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... amazed. How, I mean, again, what surgeon's been dealing with Britney's knees? Mm. Her recovery is, inc- I mean, crazy. Oh, does she have surgery? Well, I just when she had a, I mean, she was so fucked. And her mm. body was so broken. You seen those performances where they sort mm. of just have her on a yeah. dolly, really, because mm. she can't move her knees, not just. Yeah. Not just because of the medication, that's actually just body broken. Mm-hmm. And now she's dancing. That's amazing. Properly that's dancing. That's a strong word for it. <laughs> no, it is a strong word. You're right. But, I, yes. Other Moving people with knee bends. Yes. You know who I think <laughs> maybe has aged the best and like still... Oh, no, <laughs> Is Grace Jones. Oh, oh my God, yeah. yeah. Like she, like her concert that just happened, she just released a book. Like she, I feel like she just like stepped away for a moment, came back and was like... I'm old, I'm fierce, mm. this is happening. Mm. And the thing is, I mean, she really, I mean, she just really does look that good still. Mm. But like, and also performance, like she hula hoops. Yeah, I saw her in um, Paris, actually, mm. that sounds really glamorous. It does, it? Uh, it does. Fuck it, I'll say it. Yeah. But it's, and she was, she, she hula hooped for her entire set. Mm. Which what? was about half an hour. Yeah, yeah. that's so what Kelly said at the Busting out Grace she... Jones tracks, and your Grace Jones, uh, and your hula hooping. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? Yeah. I mean, love it, amazing. Yeah, but it's yeah. It's... Um, we only have a few minutes left. Oh my god! But Miley Cyrus was on your list. I love her. I loved her. I, I really have loved her ever since that badly fitting um, latex bikini mm. twerked up against that did um, it. Really, Robin Thicke. Yeah, I just I think she actually is doing. Um, I think she's doing it well, and I think she's doing it fun. Do you think it's her, or do you think yeah. it's her people? No, I think it's her. Yeah. Or, so another brilliant idiot. I'm sure, yeah, and I'm sure there are her people, I'm sure her people are there as well, but mm. in the same way Gaga's just, you know, did her whole art pop flop, mm. and then came back and, you know, Phoenix Ashes now, mm. at the moment, that's a whole 
team mm-hmm. and she is working with mm-hmm. that team with Miley it just actually yeah. I'm sure there is a team of course there's a team mm-hmm. but it does feel like she hooked up with an old stoner not actually fucking him plenty of other people she's fucking and wakes up in the morning and be like I'm on Snapchat with a bifter yeah. <laughs> you know and actually I do think um, she's fun and mm. the stuff she's doing with like the happy hippie organ, you know all of that no she's got um, a charity she started for LGBT um, homeless in LA she's raised about five million for them so what? far she's really public about it and she I mean she's driving so she's got everything from merch you name it and it's just to raise awareness of that and she's being really gender fluid positive mm-hmm. as well she's Oh my god, so that she made kind me of, feel some yeah, feelings. Yeah, oh. I know. Do you need vodka? Yeah, right. Let's get rid of those. <laughs> I need my feelings eraser called Absolute Eraser. <laughs> Don't start with me, Sue. I have to Sorry. see my psychiatrist. Uh, I know. This is just the prelim. You have to go there drunk. Yeah, <laughs> he's used to it. And I think gender fluid, I mean, I like, I play with that in the game show as well. I think what's nice with her is it's not an agenda that she's sort of suffocating you with by mm. pushing it down your throat. <laughs> no pun. No No pun. reference to her. So, um, yeah. No. Um, and I like playing with that in the game show, so the archetype of a glamorous assistant is not um, a bearded little um, fabulousness. Yeah. Um, but that's my glamorous assistant, and she is fantastically glamorous. Mm-hmm. And then also the archetype of a game show host is not a sort of, <laughs> what is it, androgynous kind of thing that I am. Right. And I like the fact that that exists, mm-hmm. and we play um, gay, straight, you name it, audiences, and it's just not addressed. Yeah. It just is. Right. And I think that stuff can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. I liked that, too, about the show, how it just, it, like, it's never, like, there's no, there's, what I liked about the show is there's no context in which... Mm. It doesn't thrive on the context. Yeah. Right? It thrives on itself. Yeah. So it's like a self-generating reality that you're presenting. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah. And we have a lot of... St- I mean, we have a lot of straight men and boys come up, and that's when... Um, that's when they'll play. They're, they're, it's always you see sort of gentlemen going, look, I'm not gay, but if I was... Yeah. Can mm. I kiss Harriet for a point? You're like, mm. yeah, over there. Wow. You know, so you actually have... It, it sort of breaks through all that stuff is really nice and spectacular mm. and um, it's time to kind of wrap up unfortunately mm. I have one more question yeah you can have one more question can I have three points you can have three points yes. oh. <laughs> you only got one I win uh. <laughs> can I have two of Sue's points <gasps> yes you can oh, oh, this wow. is bullshit <laughs> <laughs> life's not fair <laughs> um, we, this is coming out in like about a month so we yep. can't promote your shows but totally cool. how, how do we find you on the internets or like the Instagrams or anything on the internets you get me as the misbehave on Facebook you get me on at still misbehaving on Twitter and Instagram and that's about it oh no and then I've got a hashtag MBGS yes if you follow mm-hmm. that hashtag you'll see a ton of the show so mm-hmm. weird it's really well that's the, fun, the best part about your show yeah. is like it seems like very sarcastic and like vitriolic towards technology. Yeah. But then it's so much social media presence because people yeah. are constantly hashtagging. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also that idea of hashtagging. So, so if people were following that hashtag, like you know, one day I was saying, uh, most boring photo on your right. um, camera roll won right. a point, and so actually the person that won the point that day was, uh, they took a photo of a wheel under their couch. And you just go that, so people just go, what fuck it, what? Why is this? So it's my... not exactly going, come and see the show. Right, right, it's right. Going, you know, sending a boring photo, so mm. people just see this little blip of why has someone yeah. taken a photo of the corner of the photo frame? You yeah. Know? 
it's a receipt, you yeah. know, mm. like, and I love that. It's great. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, it's been a joy having you on the podcast. Absolutely. It's been an honor. Sue has coming up. Um, the monster show, as usual, every Thursday at the Edge. Oh. Um, and that's it. That's all you got. <laughs> Stuff for Pride eventually. Eventually. I have Club Something every Friday at the Historic Stud at Night yeah. Harrison. And every last Sunday at Aunt Charlie's Lounge, the party called Dirt Club, which we just had last night, was beautiful and fun. The next one in March will have Shabam a level up and Budana Black. That's it. That's it. Oh my god, thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you. Keep misbehaving. Bye.